Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the second guest show. I'll choose the edition of the second guest show since uh, it was Monday Night Football last night. Uh, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, We're live from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Come on by and visit us. Actually, Bobby and I will be on until 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, we'll throw it to the uh, Community Coffee Saints Radio Network at 6.30. It'll <coughs> be a special edition of the Saints Coaches Show. My cost will be the host, and with it being a... Uh, Sort of a transition week. We'll have some special guests on with us. Uh, Lance Moore will come on at seven o'clock. And then what does Lance Moore coach the team? No, he doesn't coach the team. He's, oh, but he's coming on the but coaches he's coming show. On the coaches show. Okay, I uh, know it's a short week, so uh, I can understand Coach Allen not being able to come on. Uh, not it's not a short week tonight. Playing Monday night, but you have the bye week. So why didn't Mickey Loomis Mickey Loomis come on? Uh, no, Bob. I mean, the fans, the fans want to speak to the leaders of the team. You might say, uh, but they're not going on vacation right now. The season's still going on. What, they need a break? Uh, the, 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 no, they, they don't deserve a break. I mean, they, they got to address the fans. That being Mickey Loomis or Dennis Allen. So we're going to talk to... Uh, You're going to talk to Lance Moore uh, at uh, 7 uh, o'clock uh, and uh, a fa- they'll uh, get a, a fan favorite. Lance Moore, I love Lance Moore. He's a fan favorite, but he ain't running the team. No. Sorry. And then at 7.30, Bobby and I will come on and finish up the second guest show. And we'll have Wilson Alexander on to talk about LSU. The shocking news, not surprising, shocking. Kayshawn Booty decides that he's going to return for his senior season at LSU. Well, uh, Mike, are you surprised by that? Because let me I, tell you what. I was. But, but Mike, because I, I, I think he realized he might not be a first-round draft pick. He wasn't going to be a first uh, or like a second. Sec- a second or third, I he heard. He would be more of a third-round well, pick. Uh, well, that's why he's coming back. He must have a kick-ass season so he can get back in the first round. That's what I think. And Jack Besh today got himself in the transfer portal. It's no I surprise. thought he was Louisiana's own. Well, where uh, he's going to transfer? Louisiana Lafayette? Uh, I'm not yeah, sure well, where, where he's going to go. But I think he sees that accumulation of wide receiver talent. Yeah, and then, then maybe, the refs, I, maybe I'll get a better chance. Yeah, how many targets you're going to get and all that. I understand that. Uh, and coming back, I know two of the three receivers. One's going to be Malik Neighbors. And he had an outstanding he year. He had a really – and then Kayshawn Booty. Yeah. And Kyron Lacey has another season. He can play at LSU. Now, Jeray's a senior. And, and he'll, he's going to come out. And, and then how that, and then that's going to grow the number of targets Mason Taylor gets. And how to utilize the tight end. Brian Thomas uh, is going to play. And they got two 
five-star freshman receivers. Coming, coming in. Coming in. Yeah. So I think Jack, take a look at that and say, you know what? Um, I might be better served going somewhere else. Well, did, did, uh, did Mark Ingram hold a press conference today, or do you? Do, what, what do you do this day and age? You just go on social media and you apologize instead of uh, pretty much uh, and, a and, lot and, of and, that. Goes uh, on apologizing today. to the Who That Nation because uh, okay, you can't sugarcoat anything. I, I know Coach Allen's going to try and protect the players and said, "Well, um, Mark Ingram, the decision he made because he was hurt. What? Like Dude said, he could have had one leg." And you roll over and you just, you got to play for the team. You got to get that first down and stay in bounds. I don't know how you could justify this. This is the worst that has ever happened to the Saints. And the fans are observing this. It's not like the Minneapolis miracle. Remember when uh, Marcus Williams had a brain fart? Because that wasn't in the playoffs. But as far as regular season and your season's on the line, to be only uh, a half a game out. Now look, a, a win would have put them half a game in the NFC South League. And, and guess who? And guess who? Uh, the Bucks play this coming weekend. The 49ers without, without Garoppolo, so I, I don't know what's going to happen. But, but look look at that defense. Oh, yeah, the defense. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they can give Tom Brady the business for sure. And, and but, so you, you get a situation there, and I think, too, every bit is bad. The third and one call to oh, a guy who oh, really was not involved much in the game plan well, itself not, at yeah, all. Yeah. Okay, let's throw, let's throw a slant to Marquez Callaway. Didn't Andy Dalton hit like an under route or a slant type route against the Cardinals when he hit him in the chest and he volleyballed the ball up and it was like, oh, pick six. So why we got confidence? Marquez Callaway, man, he should put, be like the, the Ford option. We're going to run that Taysom play. Put Taysom Hill in. Okay, it's third down. You need a yard. I don't care if you run him twice. You know what that's I don't telling care if you me? You got to uh, run him uh, twice uh, and uh, get him under center. A lot None of, time, of this stuff in the shotgun. A, a lot of times, I'm telling you, I think Pete Carmichael and, and even Dennis Allen, they don't have confidence right now in the in offensive a, line. Yes, in the you. offensive line, Mike. It's like 31. We, we right now feel like we got to trick people. You know, I, I take the approach of it's like uh, 31. That that it's almost like. So what if you know we're running? Well, we're going to fall far. We could dominate. Now, we don't have a Jari Evans and all, uh, and, uh, and Carl Nix or Max Hunger and all that, you know, in the trenches. But I think right now, we truly, if, if the Saints uh, coaches were honest, they don't have confidence in the offensive line that they're going to win those one on one battles when it's a slugfest, like third and one. Or uh, let's go far on a fourth down, a fourth and one. Even sometimes I think with Taysom. Now, to me, uh, we should be able to get like a yard or half a yard and not a be... A little over a yard or, or and not be rushes. minus one. Then you look at clock management. Uh, when that uh, down threw an incomplete pass to Callaway, the Saints managed to run only 31 seconds off the clock, clock at a critical point. And, and we all know it, it was second and eight. And then here's Mark Ingram, uh, you know, from the Saints 49-yard line. He catches a short pass, and then uh, he, he runs out of bounds. He knew he messed up. Let me tell you. I, it, I think I think he, he did. He went on Bobby. one knee on the sideline, and then they don't even know what the – like I heard different things. Oh, his hamstring. Then I don't want to say, oh, maybe it's his knee and all. Don't make no damn excuse. He's a pro. He's a pro, and you got to understand the task at hand. He's already established himself. He's the all-time leading rusher in Saints history. He, need to get, he needs to give that trophy back to Deuce. I, I mean, the all-time leading. I mean, after that – no, no. Uh, hey, hey, I'll tell you what. I almost got to the point. I don't have any power. I don't have no say-so. Uh, listen, Mark Ingram, Ingram has established himself. 
he should have got cut in, in the locker room in the game. We're going to take you home. You can fly on the team plane, but you got to find work elsewhere. We don't need guys like that selling out and not putting uh, the game on the line. Come on. And the other thing, Bob, Devin White got a personal foul penalty in the Cleveland game the week before by hitting a guy right as he hit the White. Sort of the chalk. Like out of bounds. You saw Devin sort of eye him up and was, man, I'm going to push him, but I'm not going to hit him because he had got that penalty the hey, week before. And that, you know what's frustrating? I, I don't know. It just looks shady. I, Mark Ingram is a tough guy. Why all of a sudden in that moment he's not tough? I mean, I, I don't I, – listen. I, I mean, he didn't look that hurt. I'm telling you, like Deuce, what I was talking, he, he could have went on one leg and fell forward, and you get a first down, and the clock continues to run. It's at least two more minutes, and then Tom, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady don't have enough time to come back. Or timeouts. They got nothing hey, at that you, stage. We talk smack to Atlanta fans and the great comebacks by Tom Brady. You know, 28 to 3 now. Well, then that's the Super Bowl. It's way more meaningful. This is the worst debacle. Uh, that Tom Brady has pulled off on a team in history in the regular season. And considering how we've dominated Tom Brady, it's like a nightmare. This is like a horror movie. And for like, three what and the half, hell just happened? And for three and a half quarters, you had him again. You hey, had him. Think about this. Uh, uh, okay, almost 12 quarters, three complete games, 11 and a half quarters towards six points. Six points. Remember we won 38 to three? Crushed him. Remember that uh, uh, Bruce Arians, uh, he didn't want to get embarrassed. So, so he kicked that, kick that field kick goal that in there. He kicked that field goal so I don't he wouldn't be get shut, shut out. 38-3, yep. then last year, 9-0. What was that type of game? I, 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 listen, this is, is no excuse. You want to give a ray of hope to the fans. And like I said this last night in the post game, the ray of hope, and it was that, and looking into a tunnel, and I'm going to the light. I see the light. I'm going to the light. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to the light. And then we run into the light. We think we have hope, and it's a damn train coming and running out behind's over. Like, wham, it's over. It's done. Come on. And the crazy part about it is we talked about this over the last two. This has been sort of a hot potato, NFC South. No, you got it. I got it. Somebody get it. Like, okay, they had different opportunities for any of the four teams to kind of grab it. None of them wanted it. And last night. The Saints hey, had hey, it for hey, three hey, and a half quarters and then pitched the hot it potato. It was all set up. Atlanta loses to Pittsburgh the day before. Okay, but we'd have been tied, same record, but we beat them head-to-head. We got to play them again. No, it was there for the taking. And we'd have had an opportunity to host a playoff game. You might say, well, hey, Barry, but we're not going to win anything anyway. Well, uh, at least at least you're in the postseason and you're always relevant. You remember um, like when I've said this before uh, that – Remember, we were 11-5, and five, and then the Seahawks. Remember Beast Mode uh, <laughs> with, with Marshawn? They were 7-9, they, they, they and, and they hosted a game, and they beat us. So who knows? We might have been able to host a playoff game. But right now, I, I mean, I, I, if you bet against Tom Brady, you're crazy sometimes. But Tampa's going to end up, watch, hosting They will a game, host a playoff game. And then game. you're going to have some team that's had a magical season, probably three or four more wins than Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay might have said them, watch. Look, in 2014, Carolina was 7-8-1, and one, played a home game, and won the playoff game yeah. at home. Then they got beat. 7-8-1, yeah. and one, and won the NFC South in 2014. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break. 
on the Big 870. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on the second guest show, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, will be here until 8 o'clock tonight. We're going to go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Big John in Mid-City. Big John, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Good afternoon, gentlemen. All right, Big John. Hey, Big today John, what you is, got? Hey, today's a day of mourning as we put to rest the 2022 season of the New Orleans Saints. You know, I've probably told you two and the rest of the listeners ad nauseum that I, I really do love my history. And I've also been saying now for a few months since the great expectations that were the Saints' 2022 season soon became nothing more than phantom shadows designed to tickle our hopes only to have them dashed on the rocks of poor coaching, poor playing, poor leadership. And all of that came to a very predictable conclusion last night in Tampa. I was not surprised at all by what happened. And each and every call made after Mark Ingram put himself before the team was completely predictable, given all that I have seen this year. This coaching bit spit the bit plain and simple. Um, the coaching staff, excuse me, spit the bit plain and simple and shows that they really don't need to be back next year. Now, I'm going to say this again also to the members of the Houdat Nation who've been lighting up social media and other message boards with, last Monday night was the lowest point the Saints have ever reached. Well, <laughs> no first of all, Welcome no. to the world that many of us Saints fans had once inhabited but thought was a part of the past and long buried when Sean Payton and Drew Brees came here. And second of all, you have no earthly idea what the lowest point is for a Saints fan if you think last night was the lowest point for this franchise. Now, Bobby, I'm going to challenge you a little bit if you don't mind. And Go this ahead. is all in, in, in friendliness, okay? I don't you care. You don't have to be friendly, Big John. You don't have to be friendly. When it means good, yeah. either way. You know what? I, I know Bobby well enough to know that he takes it well, even if I wasn't. But, but I'm going to keep it friendly. You declared the Houdat Nation founded on the evening of December the 10th, 2006, when we destroyed yep. the Cowgirls. Yeah, yep. seventeen on the yep. television. And, and, and you know what? It's going to be 16 years come this Saturday because December the 10th is Saturday. I even wore my Houdat Nation founding father okay. Houdat Nation. Uh, 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 I, I even I even wore that shirt for the game, and it didn't bring no damn luck. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Time for a walk. Time to wash it. Put it in the washer. For yeah, a change, no, I'm okay? in the back of the closet. Right that now. is in the back of the closet. Yeah, or the furnace, maybe. Look, that was really that game was the last group of fans joining the Saints bandwagon. Bandwagon, or you better yet, that was the last stone in the foundation. Because those are the fans that don't remember or were not even alive when the first stones of the Houdat Nation were laid down. And most of those stones are made from heartache and disappointment. And they have dates on them like September the 16th, 1973, when we lost to the Falcons 62-7 to at Tulane Stadium. Or December the 11th, 1977, when we helped the Buccaneers get their first ever victory in the NFL in the Superdome. Or November the 26th, 1978, when Grover Clemmer decided to give the Falcons a playoff spot over the Saints. Or the entire 1980 season. 
or bump Phillips and to prevent you from winning defense on December the 18th, 1983, the debacle in Dallas on October the 21st, 1984, Cleveland putting Mike Dick on the turf on Halloween in 1999, and Jake DeLome standing on the sidelines watching Aaron Brooks unable to throw a ball more than 10 yards on December 29, 2002. And I just named a few of the things that have had us Hudat fans tearing hair out of our heads more than a few times. But we're not unique. Remember something. We're not unique in this sort of thing. All you got to do is ask the fans in Cleveland or any Pittsburgh fan alive before Chuck Knoll arrived in 1959. Detroit. How about the Lions fans? The Lions. Yeah, you got to go back to 1958 with Bobby Lane. Bobby Lane. Or the Bucks Night before Brady. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They won a few or, games, certainly with Doug Williams. And, uh, man, they had a nice run with, with Tony Dungy and, and Gruden for a little while. But, boy, they were in the desert, too. Oh, well, they teams have been it, in the desert. Well, you know, Big John, you bring up um, Coach Ditka in that uh, Browns game. You know, that that game I was put, uh, you know, they drove around me and my kids around the stadium because I was putting the Saints Hall of Fame. I was there. And I never forget, uh, I think the Hootat Nation, we would like to see maybe uh, Coach Allen show some of that emotion. When you so destroyed, remember you like he just fell on the turf. He fell face forward. <laughs> yeah, he was just, and it was like, oh, but what just happened? Tim Couch, a hail mary. Of course, we don't win that game. You know, so, no. you want to talk <laughs> about emotion? Yeah. Let me let me interrupt you. You want to talk about emotion? And I, I texted you last night on this at halftime. Andy Dalton's going around telling everybody congratulations, great job at the end of the half. I would never have been doing that after what I saw in the first half. The drop passes and the missed opportunities, I'd have had a stone-cold face walking off the field. I'd have gone in the locker room, and if I'm Andy Dalton, I'm putting my face in, in the, in the, uh, at the nose of, of Jarvis Landry and the other wide receivers and saying, hey, we got a chance here to do something, and you all are dropping the ball. I'm doing my – I'm playing my heart out. Why aren't you playing your heart out? Okay. But it's a different and, world, and Big John. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a totally passion. different world. You, you, can't, you can do that every once in a while, but in today's world, man, you, you can't get in somebody's uh, face okay. and, and do it. People don't like when I say this, and he's a number one draft pick. Chris Olave is not a great receiver. He's a good one. He's a ve- good to very good. He drops too many balls. When has he made truly an unbelievable uh, contested catch? No, no, he does not make like, like oh, wow, that, that is unbelievable. And I see a number of times, and he's not a big guy. More, he's Brandon Cooks-like. Brandon Cooks had a number of 1,000-yard receiving seasons. We drafted him in the first round. They look sometimes for a place to fall down. You know what I mean? Like an under route, like they ain't getting no yak. Maybe they're trying to stay healthy because they're trying to avoid hits. But it is tackle football. I, I, I don't know. So, I mean, the people think like, oh, why are you hating on Chris Olave? I said, no, I'm not hating on Chris Olave, but he's supposed to be your number one receiver now because Michael Thomas is not here. You, know, you can't have the significant drops that he's had. And uh, it, uh, But you know who's balling out? Rashid Shaheed. I, and we ain't paying him nothing. Rashid, he ain't paying him much. Rashid Shaheed, that's a game ball right there. He came to play. He's a guy that wasn't even in training camp. He had 160 all-purpose yards. You look at him as, as a kick returner, as a punt returner. He averaged 30 yards uh, as a punt returner. He had that long uh, gain, uh, 42. And then he also had uh, a long gain. That's big time at kickoff return when you get a 30-yard return. And then as a receiver, 
Look, he had four targets. He had four catches. Average 18 yards a catch. 71 yards. Like Chris Olave, six targets. Uh, he caught four of them. Uh, look at Taysom Hill. Even the great Taysom Hill. Come on. Uh, Big-time players, you got to make a play at the end Man. of the game. And then Taysom got to come up with that catch. He had uh, two catches on, on three targets. So uh, look at the same thing with Jarvis Landry. Come on. Don't one-hand catch it. God gave you two hands. Catch the ball with both hands. You know, this, this team, obviously, it needs a new coach. It's going to need some player overhaul. It's going to maybe even need some front office rearrangement because whether since the John Gilliam return or the 2006 game against Dallas, this fan base has come, obviously, to expect much, much better. And that also means coming on the radio and facing the music after what happened last night. It's totally unacceptable for no coaches to be on tonight. I don't care if it's a six-day period or a five-day period or whatever. Okay, so it's time for Dennis Lawsher, Mickey Loomis, this Gale, to go to Dennis Allen, to go to Pete Carmichael and say, hey, thank you for the many years of good service. You did great, okay? You brought us victories in your positions as coordinators. Thank you, Dennis Allen, for making a good effort as the head coach because I think he's a good guy. He's a, just, yeah, he's a really good guy. He's a really good guy. He yeah. really is. He's a good – but sometimes good guys don't make good head coaches, okay? And Big John, Bob, Bob said that so many times because one of his really good friends, June Jones – and he was a terrific yeah. quarterback coach, offensive coordinator. When he became the head coach, they crapped on him. No, and, 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 no, he would be too. He'd be too nice. And then now he can handle college kids. Yes, because they would tell him yes sir, no sir. But like man to man in the pros, man, they would take advantage of you. Uh, I, I'm telling you, it's a special talent that you got. Very hold, few you, people can master. You, you got to hold the players' uh, feet to the fire. Uh, you know, and, and, and you can't be like, oh, well, we're going to get him next time and all that. It, it doesn't work. You know, you can talk because think about it. The greatest college football coach of our lifetime and maybe any lifetime, Nick Saban, what did he do it with the Dolphins? He didn't make it. He didn't make it. Steve Spurrier didn't Steve make Spurrier it. Steve Spurrier didn't make it. Didn't make it with the Redskins. Lou Holtz didn't make it with the That's Jets. That's why when people poo-foo Jim Harbaugh, they don't know what they're talking about. Right. Jim Harbaugh won in the NFL. Now, and, and he, he had won, his squabbles and, 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 with the GM there. Well, I get it. He got to the Super Bowl. He wanted the highest level with Stanford. He sure San Diego. Did. And on. now he's he's in route to maybe be in that championship game this year, probably going up against Georgia. Thanks so much for the call, Big John. We appreciate it. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break here on the Big 870. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back here on the second guest show, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. We're going to go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. Longshoreman, Longshoreman, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, Bobby and Mike. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. boy. I don't know. Look, I thought about you, brother. Just... <laughs> I thought about you. Hey, Mike, let me first thank Big John for that history lesson, man. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. 
And look, the, the good news is, uh, uh, Big John, let me just spread this to you. Well, me and my wife just got about an $8,000 raise after that game last night. Now, why, so, uh, why, why, why is that? What, what, what I mean by that is I told her, I said, cancel the tickets, sell the tickets. I ain't going back. You can get rid of those tickets. We're going to save that money. We're going to save all the money on uh, special occasions. We can go over there and get a nice hotel, all the meals, the fuel going over there. I, I think it's going to be roughly around eight grand. We'll save. Uh, and I also want to thank Bobby and Mike. I want to thank y'all for all the memories outside of Gate A. I was looking at small pictures the other day with, with y'all uh, pointing at the back of my personalized jersey that I thought about barbecuing this morning. But I said, no, I'm going to save that one. Uh, I got a lot of good memories of uh, pictures with y'all to, uh, with my jersey and uh, uh, the fellow from Australia, Tony from Australia. So I won't, I'll keep that jersey. All right. But, uh, hey, look, uh, <laughs> Bobby and Mike, man, look. I can't help it. I got a rag on Mark Ingham a little bit. What in God's name was this pro running back for the NFL thinking at that moment run out of bounds and not try to get that first down? What did he not want to get hit? I mean, I, I don't know. Was he afraid of Devin White? I mean, I mean, I know he just turned into a big fifty on him. Well, the thing is, even if you hurt him, whether it's your hamstring or a knee, you got to think of the team at that moment. He's not trying to establish himself. Mark Ingram has already been established in the NFL. You gotta go. You gotta uh, do whatever it takes to get that first down and stay in bounds. It, it, it's not even that. It's, it's not that complicated. Let me ask you this, Bobby and Mike. Okay, besides the drop balls, the twelve men in the huddle, that <laughs> right. idiot stepping out of bounds, and then a third and one, you throw a slant route instead of just going up the gut. Do what you know what you can't get one yard, but let me ask you this, okay? All that, if all that's not bad enough, what films has Dennis Allen and the rest of his coaching staff and the defensive coordinator been paying? What films have they been watching on Tom Brady to decide, okay, let's go in the free bit defense with three minutes left in the game? Come on! Well, the thing is, I don't know if it was prevent defense, uh, they had guys that were on an island. Uh, you know, it was uh, a lot of one-on-one coverage. Yeah, it was like one-on-one. They gave so that's up a it. lot of underneath. They but, but, gave but, up a lot of. Big but yeah, numbers. but we were, we were just getting burnt. I mean, uh, all of a sudden yeah. we weren't stepping up. It wasn't like we're only rushing three and dropping eight. We were still trying to get after Tom Brady, but you still uh, had four after. Uh, yeah, the, the, they were just beating uh, our coverage. Uh, and yeah, and, the, and you gotta, the rush wasn't getting to Brady. It wasn't yeah, getting right to him, that, Mike. It, it wasn't, it wasn't. to him. And, uh, and fortunately, you, know you, you had a shot because you had a holding penalty. They score, right. and then you get a holding penalty, back him up. Brady was okay. Give me another snap. You know, that'll work too. No, and, and what the, did the, you do? The, yeah, the official had to what call that because they tackled Davenport. What did they keep him in check? How did they keep him in check for about 55 minutes of this Man. football game? And then, and then, and then, what? 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 What are you doing in these last few minutes? These last two drives? What did they do different? So, so maybe they got a little tight. Uh, they weren't playing as foot loose <laughs> and fancy free. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I don't have the answers with that longshoreman, but I, I know you can't give Tom Brady too, too many chances because he's going to get you. Hey, Even hey, at forty-five, he's hey, going to get you. But longshoreman, uh, I'm going to ask you this: Is we got, we're going to go to the break? That uh, are you can't be uh, you too young of a man. You can't be out for life uh, with the Saints. You might say, uh, no, no, okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not out for life, Bobby. But I'm. I'm telling you this right now. I'm out until they make a change on this coaching staff. And I. And I'm. And I'm talking. I'm just be cold-hearted blunt. 
till they get rid of uh, D.A. And, and I don't even know about Pete Carmichael anymore after that play call last night on that third and one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me tell you what. You got to give the, the Hudak Nation, you got to give the fans uh-huh. hope. And, and, and like, I'm, I'm and, done and, until they make that change, Bobby. I ain't going back to that dome. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, 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 consider the, it, 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 what happened. Okay, post-Katrina, all of a sudden we discourage what happened with Haslett. Sean Payne comes on board, and then we go to the NFC Championship the first game. So first all of a sudden, year. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, the first year they go to the NFC Championship. And so when that occurred, it was like, well, there's hope. And, Mike, everybody wanted to be in that number and go to the games. Now, they wanted to keep the team in New Orleans, so they're supporting it that way. But right now, it's like you got to give the fans hope to continue to get that unbelievable support and get those sellouts where you have a waiting list. No question about it. We'll be back. Thank you for the call, Longshoreman. We'll be back with more here on the second guest show live from the Silver Slipper Casino Meatside in Hancock County, Mississippi. We're finishing up here in our number one of this second guest show. We're going to ask Big John from Metairie and Elwin Clinton if you want to hold on. Uh, we're gonna, we got a hard break uh, to go to news uh, right at the top of the hour. Bob, a lot of people have asked about it. Baker Mayfield claimed off waivers by the Los Angeles Rams. Stafford's gone for the year. A lot of people thought he'd go to San Francisco. I, I, I never felt that way. I always thought... Somebody else would pick him up. Makes sense. The Rams needing a quarterback and no Stafford for the rest of the season. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, Baker Mayfield, he does better commercials than plays quarterback, I think. I think he does awesome with But it goes to show you when you're a first-round pick, yeah, you get how many explosive. chances you get. No, he does an unbelievable job on those commercials. But, no, uh, listen, he's not better than Sam Darnold with Carolina right now. No, he's there not. People might think, oh, no, he's better. No, he's not. He's about the same, the same guy. We'll be back with more second guests right after this news break on the Big 870. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 